see a playwright, a police <laughs> officer. She speaks 125 languages. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Malak. Um, I speak four languages, actually. And um, I've been a police officer coming up on six years. Um, don't believe anything Kenny tells you. <laughs> you. You have a very interesting background. So can you give me a little bit about the background? Yeah, so I was actually born in Morocco, Casablanca. No, not like the film. (laughs) (laughs) And I um, was born there and I stayed there till I was five. And um, due to like, you know, like my family, they wanted a better future for us, like my parents, for my my sister and I. Um, So they decided they wanted to um, move us to the United States for like, you know, the American dream. Right. And um, they had a friend in the United States that um, was like, oh, yeah, we'll get the kids enrolled here. Like, come come bring them. It's like it's the best thing ever for them for their futures. So my parents left their good jobs and stuff like that just because it was getting really bad in Morocco. And, and like I said, they wanted us to get an education and they knew that if they didn't leave there, like we weren't going to make it out. Um, so they had moved. Well, initially my mom, my sister and I went to the United States. My dad had to stay behind um, to kind of like settle the house because um, we had to leave the house and sell it, but we couldn't all come at the same time. So we got visas and, you know, we went to North Carolina initially and we didn't speak any English at all. Um, no English at all. No English at all. I, I remember my parents um, telling me just to pack like my favorite toy, like I couldn't take them all and um, just pack very lightly. And then I took like my panda bear, which I have a picture of I can send you. <laughs> and um, and we took off. Uh, actually, I lied. Initially, it was Chicago. And then okay. and that was only for like a month. It was way too cold. And um, my dad had a friend in North Carolina who was like, hey, come down here. It's going to be better for you guys. I can help get the girls in school, whatever. Anyways, he ended up, like, taking my parents' money, and it was all a sham. And, um, yeah, like, my, I remember, like, just crying on the streets. Like, we didn't know where we were going to go or what we were going to do. And um, my dad had uh, finally came home at that point with money from selling the house in Morocco. And we got a very uh, small apartment in a rundown place. And um, my parents started getting, like, two, three jobs just um, so they can help us out. And um, I remember going to school and we were illegal immigrants at the time. And my mom's like, you cannot tell anybody. You can't tell or the police are going to come. Like, you can't tell anybody um, that we're illegal immigrants. Because at the time, like, obviously, like, we were extending our visa. Um, So at the time, we were illegal. Uh, However, my parents uh, played document lottery, which... For people that don't know, it's um, when you uh, claim that you're an illegal alien and then you apply to be a citizen of the United States. Um, At the time, both Canada and the United States um, both accepted us. So my parents had to figure out which one we were going to stay in. Right. Um, So we ended up picking uh, United States, obviously. (laughs) And um, yeah, so we ended up staying in North Carolina for a while until um, I remember being an ESOL. And, um, I was the only one that only spoke like, obviously like Spanish and English and French, but I mean, sorry, Spanish and, uh, French and Arabic, 
but I didn't have any idea what they were saying. And I was trying to take my jacket off and I got so frustrated from pointing at my jacket. Um, and I was in EOS, ESOL classes for the longest time until I learned English, which you can't tell now because obviously like, I don't have an accent. Right. Um, <laughs> exactly. But then we finally moved to Maryland because there was like a job freeze. And um, yeah, and then from there, like we moved into some very like low income housing um, apartment complexes and it was rough for a while. I mean, my, my parents were working two, three jobs just to get us through and worked really, really hard to finally get our first house. Um, and then I believe it was my senior year, I left home. Um, I went to like high school in, in Howard County. So it was very nice school, you know, growing up. Okay. Um, my parents worked their tails off to get us everything. And um, yeah, it was a uh, senior year. I had been accepted to medical school. I went to Spain and uh you know, started medical school there. And I it was good, I, I guess, initially for the first two, three years. And then I started getting out, you know, like mental health declines in with when you're, I lived like two, three hours from the school and I had to work too. And I had to play soccer um, for scholarships. And it was just very stressful, you know, so I decided it's not what I wanted to do. And I came home and, you know, when you're like extremely lost and you don't know what to do, like, you're like, okay, I wanted to be a doctor. Now what? Like, yeah, been there you know? a couple of times. In yeah, life and I, yeah. And you're like, you're trying to find your moral compass or you're right. trying to find where it leads to North and you're feeling really lost and you're like, great, I'm a failure. I'm going to come home. And everybody knows I, I, I didn't fail male school. I just like literally took myself out of it after only having two years left. Um, which my parents still bring up to the <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. I'm sure they we're disappointed, but we're happy. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, Medical yeah. And school. then I met this guy. It's always a guy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I met this guy um, when I was a firefighter EMT, and um, I don't remember. I think it was like a, a a website, a dating website, like Tinder or whatever. But we actually just became friends. Like nothing ever happened, but. Um, I was interested in doing a ride along with him because he kept saying how like, you know, police are better and I'm like, fire is better. And I was very like driven to be a paramedic at the time. And we went on a ride along in DC and oh my God, it was so much fun. We were running after people and there was getting pursuits and it was just like so much. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You went on a ride along in DC and didn't tell me. Oh yeah. This was like years ago. I mean, I was probably there. You remember what district? Um, you know, Officer Jacobs, he just left. Um, you know I, who I'm talking about? He's, I, he was, I probably, yeah, I probably know. We'll talk off air, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> that is very interesting because most people, when they come to DC, they want to go, they want to do ride alongs like uptown, Georgetown. Oh, no. Right, right. Yeah. But I just saw that he made such a difference in the community, too. Like, we would roll up and all the kids would be like, Officer Jacob. Right. He actually made a difference in his community. And I didn't even think about being a cop, like, until that moment. I was like, I want to do this. I want to help people. And, um, I was like, you get to do this every day, man. That looks like the coolest job. Like, I never thought I wanted to be a cop up until that moment. And he had this partner named Mickey who was such a badass and um, definitely, like, just a 
phenomenal role model. She did time in the military and she was just so humble and um, just seeing those two get into things like it was just the coolest thing ever for me. And, and then since then, I was like, I want to make a difference. I want to help people the way that they did. And, you know, break the stigma between like police and and and, and the community, right. like just seeing them out there. Like right. I wanted to do that. And um, so I became a cop. Yeah. Uh, that, that's uh, that's very we got to talk about that. That ride along thing. Cause oh, I it was know. so much fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, you know, that's one of the things I would always encourage people to do from the podcast or even on the page. I'm like, hey, listen, come out there. Don't pay attention to the media. Come out there. Get in a car. And I promise you, after you do an hour or two ride along anywhere now, anywhere in the country, for the most part, it will probably change your your views a bit. I mean, there are going to be people that hate police, period. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But I always tell people, just go out there and see. And you will see why police do what they do. You will see why three and four police show up at one on one call. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I try to tell people it's not because four police officers want to sit behind one car. Yeah. It's because we see information that they don't see that's on that computer that says, Armed and dangerous, fights police, yeah. want to carry weapons, you know, all the things like, that we see that I citizens never don't see. Under- yeah, like, I never understood that. Honestly, like, had I not done that ride, ride along, I would not be a cop today. Just because, like, I thought the job was different. I thought people were going to domestics by themselves. I don't know. I just had a completely different perspective from the media, from TV shows, from whatever it may be. But, like, just being there... I was so excited. I started applying immediately to to different police departments. But yeah, even if like you don't want to be a cop, like anybody that knows me growing up, like when they find out I'm a cop now, they're like, no way. Right. I didn't see <laughs> right. you being a cop. Or like I'll right. roll up on scenes. They're like, you don't act like a cop. Right. Like, well, what is a cop supposed to act like? You know? Well, the version of the police that I'm not going to say all citizens think of, but a lot is either law and order or what is that emergency 911 where's the one female cop in LA that runs the whole city and she handles every call by herself i think it's angela bassett that plays in that right no knock to her but the show in my opinion this is my opinion it's trash because it puts out that view of a police officer riding around in the city with no vest on just handling calls 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 and you know, the interaction is just not what it truly, what happens out there. And people yeah. think it's like that. We're going to so- solve this crime in 45 minutes. doesn't yeah. work like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought, like, I don't know what I thought. I thought, you know, as soon as you get a crime, you know, you guys are on top of it, solving it. Like, it's it's not like that. It takes time. Investigation yeah. takes months, years. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. And Witnesses. then the stuff that we handle, too, you know, like, I never thought I had to handle getting a raccoon out of a blind lady's house. Like, I'm turning into animal control. Right. I'm a psychiatrist. Right. I'm your best friend. Like, social worker. Don't forget the social worker. Social worker. I'm an SRO. Right. Right. It it is genuinely the best job in the world, but it definitely, definitely has its disadvantages and its advantages, you know? Well, that's why I have you on. That's why I have. a lineup of very good officers with uh, very good backgrounds, you know, very varied backgrounds that can speak of all colors that can kind of give their stories and tell, 
you know, what what really happens out there. And like I said, it's going to be people that don't care. We we fine with that. But I always said if I can reach one person, and it's amazing because I get a lot of inbox stuff that people won't comment on the main page, but they'll inbox me and like, hey, what do you think it is? Or what do you think I should do about this? Or mm-hmm. great, you know, great page. I like the way you break down this shooting or this shooting or whatever. And I mean, that's kind of the purpose of it. Or I can say kind of, but that is the purpose of it. Just yeah. to show people, listen, again, I've been in a several, it's bad to say it. You know, you're like, I don't brag about being in shootings, but unfortunately I've been in a few and you're never the same. And I keep telling people that you're never the same person. And um, you will always go through life with PTSD and you, you know, you got to fight to recover to get back. And it's not something you go out there looking to do. You trust me. Nobody's going out there to look to, to shoot or kill anybody. It just doesn't happen like that. But we do have protocols we got to follow to keep us safe. And a lot of people don't understand that because everything now is we're going to knock it up to racism. And, it, it, you know, I'm not saying there aren't racist cops, but I'm saying the vast majority, especially the ones I work with and have worked with. Now, nah, they just we just go out there and try to do you know, do a difficult job and have fun yeah, because totally that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah, so, I totally agree. so I got to ask you this, cause this is mm-hmm. amazing. How'd you get into this Netflix and Chick-fil-A <laughs> thing? I got to ask you that because people have asked me that like, wait a it minute. Is, like, it's been a whirlwind. Um, obviously like I just did my audition for Netflix. Um, I haven't heard back anything. So I don't know if, that's going to happen. Um, I have a, um, I don't know if you know of New York fashion week, but I have an audition in New York coming up in February for, um, modeling. So, um, it's, it's been kind of like, I just, whatever I put my mind to, it's kind of weird. You know, if you put your mind to something, if you want something, go out and get it. I mean, honestly, with the Netflix, I was just, I was on social media, obviously, but I had like friends um, that have been in the industry right. and I was asking around, you know, do you know of anything? Because I'm honestly trying to get my pilot's license right now. I don't know if I told you, ah. um, I've been getting flying lessons and stuff. And I don't know if you know about like pilot school, man, Yeah, it costs ground money. school and everything, but like it costs a lot it of costs money. money. Yeah. And it costs money. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I like my days off to be my days off. Right. I don't want right. to pick up overtime unless right. it's something easy, you know, right. even then I just want to be home with my dog and my husband. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so I was like, I need to find like a side gig. I need to find something. So I hit up my friend and she was like, Hey, take a look at, you know, this listing, this listing, this listing. I was like, okay, and the listing she gave me was not for Chick-fil-A, ironically. It was for, I don't know if you, you heard of the the Friends experience in D.C. It was like a pop-up museum for the show Friends, yeah, like a replica, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I heard about that. So I applied for it because they needed people there to assist, and I was like, let me just apply for it. Like, it, it was good money. I think it was like $1,000 or something. Okay. It was good money the finalists. But then they didn't end up picking me. So I'm like, not a big deal, you know, like, whatever. And um, I got, like, a, a message, like, a few weeks later, like, um, hey, are you are you a Chick-fil-A fan? I'm like, am I a Chick-fil-A fan? <laughs> Who yeah, is it, right? Who doesn't like right. Chick-fil-A? Who is it? Um, that's Lord's Chicken. 
Anyway, <laughs> don't make me start laughing because I. <laughs> Did you say the Lord's chicken? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. See, I go so, ahead because I'm gonna start, and then you gonna start. Yeah. So um, I I was like, yeah, I love Chick Fil A. So then they had uh, me do like it's not an audition; it's more like I guess the producers and stuff like that see if you're a genuine Chick Fil A fan. Right. So they asked me a bunch of questions. I answered like I love Chick Fil A, and then I had like another interview, and they loved me. So they were like, "All right, would you be willing to do a voice commercial for us, like a voiceover, and we'll send you to somewhere like close to you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like I would love to do that." So obviously, like you know, I did that, and then um, that's the one that you guys hear like over the radio, like, "Hi, right. I'm a lot." Right. Um, <laughs> And then people were hitting me up like left and right, like, oh my God, your voice is on the radio. Your yeah. Voice is, like right before ESPN, yeah. like everybody's getting excited. They're like, did I just hear you on Chick-fil-A? Right. I'm right. like, bro, my mom called me one day. She was like, are you on a Chick-fil-A commercial? <laughs> I had my sergeant. Oh my God. It was so funny. My sergeant literally calls me. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey, sir, is everything okay? Right, right. Are you? you right. Yeah, he's like, are you in a Chick-fil-A commercial? I'm like, how do you know about that? And he was like, me and the lieutenant were working out. And and I told him, I swear, I hear Susie's, I hear Susie's voice. He was like, maybe you need to get checked out, fam. And he's like, no, I hear it. Didn't you hear it? And my LT apparently was like, no, I didn't hear it, you know? Right. And, um... Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to check for like commercial because I didn't tell nobody, you know, right, right, until right. like way after until I started getting all these messages. And so they um, they loved my voiceover. So they were like the producers had reached out to me. They're like, hey, we had this opportunity in Atlanta to film like in person commercial. We loved you. We love your energy. Would you would you want to do that? I was like, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll see if I can get leave. My leave got approved. So I was like, yeah, um, let me know, like, where to buy the tickets or whatever. They're like, oh, no, no, no. We're buying the tickets. Like, we're putting you up in a hotel. First class. We, First class. Right, right. Hey. We got we got accommodations for you. We got everything. We got the limo. We got everything. Don't you worry. Wow. Just can you make it. I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, that was, like, literally the best producers the best company i was treated like a princess my hair my makeup was done like i felt like a celebrity they were walking around uh videotaping us and um i met some really nice genuine people there actually one of the girls she lives in maryland she lives more closer to dc but she lives in maryland too and she's been flying out doing a lot of movies and stuff like that she also um bakes and cooks and she's amazing but like uh you're, she'll, she'll probably make it big too and and um two other people and and one of them is amazing singer and then rock they're just nicest people ever so i loved like that we four of us were picked out of all those people, people. Yeah. yeah and then since then like i ended up um being on two tv series which i can't talk about yet because they haven't came out those seasons um but yeah so it's, it's been really cool just meeting these celebrities and just they're so like phenomenal down to earth like like you're just kicking it next to them and they're just you know just yeah. just chill and, so these um, tv shows i'm gonna cut you out these tv shows i get first i get first dib at when they come I out got, right? the I video it, well yeah as soon as one season of it it's already out i'm on the second season so as soon as they, wow. they like announce 
like they're airing all of that, uh, which they are, but okay. I'm just waiting for them to announce it. Then I'll, I'll be able to talk about it because obviously okay. you signed an NDA and all this. Um, so yeah, it's it's been really freaking cool. And and then for the New York Fashion Week, you know, I um, I got an email for that, and um, it's going to be a bunch of designers, and um, I think like over 200 designers, celebrities are going to be there. Um, yeah, so hopefully I, I, I make that. Um, so it's going to be February 7th, February 7th, something like that in New York. So, yeah, that's coming up. That's pretty, that's, a, Got that's good exciting. Things coming up. That's <laughs> exciting. So I do want, did I ever get that video, the, the Chick-fil-A video? Or you kind of like, did you ever post, you posted that, right? Did I post, yeah, yeah, you got it. Cause you okay, well, okay, so. You know, resend that because I'm a re, I'm a repost that. I got you with with got this you. broadcast, right? So yeah, um, I definitely want to have you back on and like whatever you need or whatever you want, um, you know, to get out the podcast. Mm-hmm. I got you because, like I said, it's a good platform, I believe, and you know, just to get some interesting officers and different takes and things and what's going on out there, and uh. Uh, yeah, I think I think you'll grow, and you can help. We can help each other grow with, with you know, with, with absolutely whatever, right? Because again, your background is is very interesting. Very yeah, and I'm a big advocate also on educating the public as well. Like I think educating without belittling is a huge thing because nobody likes to be belittled. Or like if people want to genuinely find out like why we do the way that we do like right obviously like you said ride alongs but also like putting out these videos and, and explaining things and not right. being rude to people on social media um because you're behind a keyboard you know exactly so I think what you're doing it is, is perfect to help educate the public and that's a big thing of mine too and that's why when i roll up on scenes the way that i treat you the way that i talk to you is the way that i talk to everybody else the way to talk to my parents you know yeah uh, same me you know it always has been consistency so i love that so let me ask you this real quick what, mm-hmm. what's the number one thing you what you would want to get out to the public from you the police officer just don't listen to the media always you know if if you want to come meet us come on a ride along like if you even if you want to come on a ride along with me dm me you, you you're tagging me in this dm me yeah. i will gladly let you come on a ride along with me just so you can see what we do every day. So, uh, huh, and there goes the radio. There it is. Hey, we <laughs> but, live. Um, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's but yeah, live. Just, I love it. But just, just let the, the public know that you guys want to find out more about us. Just come, come on a ride along with us. We don't bite right. and we're not going to act like we're on our best behavior for a ride along. <laughs> exactly. The way that I am is the way you're going to see me. Right. And I'll tell you exactly how it is. I'll tell you the pros, the cons, whatever you want to know. Yeah. And, you know, my, my, I think my vision was to have, and I know it would never happen, but I was, it was to have seniors in that last year, every senior in like a Merlin DMV school to go, mm-hmm. you know how they would say, hey, you have to do these many hours or whatever. Like, yeah. come out and do an hour ride along um, before you graduate. Yeah. Like, that was, and I know it's not difficult to do, because, you know, it's just like, hey, Take this to an officer, do that ride along, mm-hmm. get it signed to bring it back. I just think that would be so helpful because I know we got SROs. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's still a different world 
when you're out there and riding in that car. And again, listen to those calls because when you listen to those calls and you see that probably 90% of the time, it's not the police calling the police. You know what I'm saying? It's the citizens calling the police for some stuff that you're like, we shouldn't even be involved in that. But we still have to respond to explain that to, to them that, you know, this is not a police matter. And then I completely agree. You know, On yeah. that note, I just got a call, so go ahead, handle your business. Um, it I was a pleasure talking to you, and definitely like once, um, once I get more info, I'll be glad to come back on. Okay, all right, go handle your business. All right, have a good day. Be safe. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.